Welcome again to Kingdom Concepts. We're so blessed to have you be with us today as our guest. We've been talking about how to grow your faith. And mm -hmm. our last episode, if you hadn't uh, been able to watch that, please go back and look at our archives and, and get that information. We're talking about how, you know, faith uh, is yeah. the way that God recommends for us to live. The just shall live by faith. We talked about how it's so important that you watch the words that come yeah. out of your mouth because your words can cancel right. your faith and work against your That's faith. Right. And so those are things that we touched on, but go back, check out the broadcast. Today, we're going to be talking about faith that grows, part two. Um, numero dos. Numero dos. <laughs> and uh, I want you to go in your Bibles to Luke chapter 17, verse 5 through 6. And I'm going to be reading out the Amplified. I love the way that it, it brings out the scripture because I, I think that as a believer, every one of us have been in a position to where we want to know how to grow. Mm -hmm. We don't want to remain the same. We want to grow in our relationship with God. We want to grow in the things that we know about God. We want to grow in our understanding. We want to grow in our faith. And, you know, this is a question that people ask, uh, you know, all, themselves all the time. You know, how do you grow your faith? Well, I, I think that if we realize that when we get with uh, our, when we, when I first met you, mm -hmm. you know, when we first met you, I wanted to know everything about you. Mm -hmm. Uh I wanted to know everything about you. I wanted to know where you lived. I wanted to know about your parents, your kids. Not your kids. You didn't have kids. Yeah. Uh, you We're, know, just everything. I wanted mm -hmm. to know everything about you. Yeah, that's, uh, that's stalking faith. No. You were no. stalking me. It was <laughs> no. called stalking faith. No. But that's okay. It kind of goes with this. I wanted to know everything about you. And everything about you was new to me. It, it, it was something that some things I found out later I didn't like. But I wanted to know about you. And when we are saved, when we... We have that, that, that person of the Holy Spirit, uh, God and Jesus. We, we should want to know about them. So why should you want to know how to grow your faith? Because it's important. We should, we should, our faith it should be growing every single day. It shouldn't stay the same. So uh, we, we need to grow our faith, and it's important to do it. We shouldn't stay the same. Yeah, and, and you know, and there's a lot of things that contribute to why faith grows, and there's mm -hmm. also things that contribute to why some people's faith uh, remains stagnant. Do you, do you think that some people's faith uh, diminishes? It, it gets uh, less? Absolutely. How? Um, well, Romans ten seventeen says faith comes by hearing and hearing by, by the, the word, word of God. God. And we'll be talking about this later. Um, but if you don't have no word, you don't have no faith. That's right. And so if That's you're right. a wordless Christian, then you're, you're, powerless. you're a powerless, powerless Christian. Christian. You're powerless. And if you're wordless, uh, your faith can't grow because if, the word of God is the only place that faith can come from. Right. And so if you're not taking time in the word, then your faith can't grow. And that's why the devil comes to steal the word, the Bible mm -hmm. says, because he knows that if he takes the word from you, then you don't have anything to establish what you're believing for on. You should exercise it. Yeah. Exercise it. Well, you're living by hope right. and not by faith in that kind of a position. And, and then here's a, here's a big situation right here that a lot of people fall into. In Luke chapter 17, Verse 5 through 6, it says that the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith, right. our ability to confidently trust in God and his power. And the Lord said, if you have confident abiding faith in God, even as small as a mustard seed, a seed, a little seed. you can say to this mulberry tree, which has very strong roots, be pulled up by the roots, be planted in the sea. And if the request was in agreement with the will of God, it would have obeyed you. So you have some people that when it comes to what they want to see happen in their life, you have a lot of times where folks want to put everything on God. 
It's like God increased my faith. God bless me. God do this for me. God do that for me. And this is what I've learned about the Lord is that God has done everything that he's going to do for us. There's not one thing that you can add to what Jesus did on that cross. You know, when he said it was finished, it was finished. God will always do his part, but God won't do our part. That's right. And Jesus said, if you want your faith to increase, it's not about what I'm going to do. It's about what you do. And the thing that he brought up is how you handle your faith. He says, you have to take your faith. I mean, he didn't change the subject. He basically said, you have to take your faith and treat it like a seed. Mm -hmm. He said, like a mustard seed. He goes, it might be small. He says, but when you plant that seed, he says, that seed will produce. He said, you know, it'll produce something that is extravagant. He says, man, you got this mulberry tree that's got, you know, these strong roots. He says, but if you speak to that, uh, that tree and you tell that tree to be rooted up and planted in the sea, he says that it'll obey you. And the reason it'll obey you is because it was words of faith that planted that tree there and it's words of faith that can move that tree. And I think that a lot of times people are sitting around waiting for God to do everything to where God gave us the word. And notice the key thing that Jesus said in this is he said, if he started with, if that means this is conditional. If you have confident faith in God, something as small as a seed, a mustard seed, he says, then you can get the results. Your faith can increase. Your faith can grow. But the key is you have to treat your faith like a seed. You have to sow it. To water it, plant it, cultivate it, cause things to nourish, you know, give it nourishment to make it grow. That's what you said, you know, no word, no power. Um, Why do you think God didn't just say, poof, you're full of faith? Boom, you're, you're saved now. You have everything that you need. Why, why? We have everything in us. I believe that. We, we have everything in us. Why do we need to grow our faith? Why? Because when you step into God's system, mm-hmm. um, God always has increase on his That's mind. Right. That's right. God never wants us to stay the same. Part, of, right. part of the curse, you know, is staying the same. You know, I remember when, you know, being in Bible college and... Um, and being told a a story about how there was this tribe that when they would fight this other tribe that, you know, they're, they're over there slaughtering each other with bows and arrows and swords. And the thing that they would be speaking as they were fighting that other tribe, this one tribe would be shouting to them, may you stay the same. Because to them, the curse was for your life to remain where it's at right now forever. And that's it, man. You think about that. Oh, wow. For you to remain the same means that you have nothing to expect. Wow. You don't don't have a future. You know that where you're at is what it's always going to be. That's that's the place that Satan wants to keep us. He wants to contain us. Mm -hmm. He knows that the the word of God has provided us beautiful and precious promises. And he understands that our faith is based on evidence. Mm -hmm. Evidence, you know, from the word of God, not based on what we've seen, because it says that faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. And so, I mean, we understand that, you know, in, in when it comes to crime, um, you know, you did a, a message one time on forensic faith mm-hmm. and uh, and you had them put like fingerprints on things and fingerprints are evidence that somebody was there. Yes. 
Yes. That and you understand that somebody is alive. That somebody exists. You don't have to see them. Somebody was there to believe that that they're real because you have evidence. Well, the word of God is the evidence. It's the evidence of healing. If you need a healing, the word of God, it, you got to go here and you get your evidence. By your by, his stripes, you were healed. Healing is his children's bread. You know, you the evidence. If you have the evidence, then you know what you're believing for. It exists, mm -hmm. even though you can't see it. And, and it causes your faith to grow in finding the evidence and knowing that it's there and having it inside you, speaking it. You know, it, it's uh, as parents, you know, when when we set everything up for our kids to prosper, we set everything up for our kids to grow. When when Jesus was crucified, he set everything up for us so that we can grow in our faith, so that we can have the things that he said we could have. and. When we uh, don't go to the word, when we don't grab those things and lay hold of those things that he has for us, it's, I don't know, for me as a parent, I would, if I would, were to have laid up everything for my children, given them the opportunity to grow in an area, to grow in, in school, you know, got tutors for them and do whatever they needed to do to grow in this area, um, uh, you know, lessons in sports or whatever they were lacking in. And we gave them evidence and they didn't... Um, they didn't take those uh, things that I had set up for them to cause them to grow. That would make me feel like, like uh, you know, they didn't appreciate it, you know, or they didn't want it, or they didn't care enough about what I had laid up for them. And yet, here God is. He's laid up the word for us and laid up scriptures and the word and laid up things for us so that we could lay hold of, so that we could grow in every area of our lives. It's important that we go to the word, that we that we cause the the scripture to be alive in our spirits so that we can we can grow in those areas that that we need to grow in yeah i think a lot of times what one of the main challenges is is that we're so moved by what we see absolutely we're so moved by what we hear it's it's sense knowledge faith mm -hmm. which is a very shallow form of faith i'll believe it when i see, see it. it you know uh that's Thomas said, man, let me touch him. You know, the holes in his hands and his side. Then I'll believe that he rose. And you have people that they live like that as a believer. They, they believe in Jesus Christ, even though they've never seen him. But when it comes to God taking care of them, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there are some folks that are challenged. And the thing that the Lord drove home, you know, when they said, increase our faith, he says, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. He says, faith will grow. He says, if you want me to tell you how to increase? He says, your faith will grow if you treat my word like a seed. Mm -hmm. A seed has to be planted, you know, and as long as I got a sack full of seed sitting in the barn, I, I can't right. be expecting to have a harvest out in the That's field. That's right. You're right. And when it comes to my faith, I can't have a book full of precious promises, the word of faith, and it's on the pages, but it's not in my heart. Oh, come on. If I don't have it in my heart, it's just like that seed that's in the barn. It's not going to produce a, a harvest. That's Amen. Right. If the word of God's not planted as a seed in my life, in my heart, in my trust, then I, I'm going to have, uh, you know, a Bible that's full of promises, but I'm not going to enjoy those promises. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not enjoying the promises, then faith can't grow. Mm -hmm. There has to be an experience. And, you know, it's important for us to understand, you know, where God's faith seed comes from. And again, Romans 10, 17, we've shared this with you, that faith comes by hearing, not just natural ear, the spiritual ear. Mm -hmm. Faith comes by hearing 
and hearing by the word of God. Because what you hear, it'll either make you or it'll break you. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's a challenge with us as believers is that as we live by faith, as we live by the word of God, sometimes, you know, the things that we see are so contrary to what God says things can be. But if you're, if you're seeing something that goes against the word or that word that he's spoken, that what you see cannot be greater than what you know in your heart. It can't be. I remember when I, I was believing for you to be saved and believing for things to change in our life and in our marriage after you got saved. You know, what I was seeing was not good. What I was seeing happening to our marriage was not good. The word and what, what was in the word was more important. It, it, it caused everything that I was seeing not to be important because what the word said was more important. And we can't be shaken. We can't be so easily shaken to where we see something that, that doesn't line up. We see something that doesn't uh, go with the word, and then we be moved. It, we can't be so easily swayed. We have to stand our ground. And when we stand our ground, you know, I heard a, a preacher say last week, it was good. She said, that when you're standing, she said, in faith, if you're complaining, you're not standing. If you're whining, you're not standing. If you're worrying, you're not standing. And if we're standing on faith and we're standing in the word, what we see or what we hear does not matter. No, it's a mirage. That's right. People That's say, right. oh, well, it's a fact that... Uh, I don't have money to pay my bills. It's a fact that the doctors have given me a bad report. It's a fact. And, and I understand those facts, you know, they're facts. They're, they're there. They're in your face. They're, they're real. But God's word is truth. John 17, 17. He says, sanctify them by thy truth, O Lord. That means separate them. Sanctify means to separate them. Mm-hmm. Separate them. He says, sanctify them by thy truth, O Lord. Thy word is truth. That's right. And this is the difference. Facts can change. That's right. But truth will always remain the same. And when you bring truth in front of facts, truth is a higher form of authority right. than facts. That's right. Truth is the highest form of reality. That's right. What God says is what it is. But again, you have to take the word of God and you have to place it in the right environment. You have to treat it properly in order for you to receive properly. And like what you had mentioned when it came to you know, you believe in for my salvation, man. That was the darkest moment of my life. I, I was in a suicidal position mm-hmm. at that time. I was so caught up in myself. I was so caught up in my sin. And man, I was hanging out with mafia mm-hmm. guys. And it was a, it was a, just such a dangerous situation. But you were going to church every time the doors were open. You were going to hear the word of God. You were going to, to receive for yourself. And you, and that word, that you were receiving, it was growing inside of you to where you were able to apply that faith towards, you know, towards my life. And God honored it. You treated that faith as a seed. You, you showed God that, you know, I believe in your word, Lord, that, you know, nothing's impossible with you. And, and God did the impossible. And here we are together, mm-hmm. you know, uh, healed, whole and well and, and ministering side by mm-hmm. side. But, you know, it came down to treating that faith as a seed. And, mm-hmm. and the thing is that, again, if we're to live by faith, and the only place to get faith is the word of God, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If you don't have no word, you don't have no faith. Mm-hmm. If you don't have no faith, then you don't have no seed, mm-hmm. the seed of faith. And if you don't have the seed of faith, 
then you don't receive the harvest mm -hmm. that comes by living by faith. Yeah, and you know, it, uh, I don't know about you, but I think it's really important who you surround yourself with and what they're oh, saying and the faith absolutely. Uh, uh, that they have, you know, because sometimes you could feel a little bit, you know, down and feel a little bit, you know, discouraged. But man, the minute that you step, you know, next to somebody that is full of faith and they just speak faith and they speak that all of a sudden the faith that they have in you has now jumped on you. All yeah, of a sudden absolutely. you you're edifying each other, you're you're lifting each other up. And, and that's so important. You know, uh, I wanted to share something really quick testimony and you you could jump in here. Uh, we just actually got a really good praise report this morning. So it's not by coincidence that we're talking about this. And you were sharing about what you see, you know, um, about 18 years ago, my uh, my mom went to be with the Lord. And I remember walking into the hospital room. I remember walking into the hospital room, and it, it looked horrible. I mean, she just looked awful. I mean, I, I just just quite honestly, she just looked awful. She was basically at death's doors. And I remember walking in and turning around and looking at you and saying to you, what are you hearing? Because for eight hours on our drive over there, we prayed. We spoke the right things. We we said every scripture that we knew. You preached at me. I preached at you. And we we had put in our spirit that when we walked in that room, we were going to lay hands on her. And she was going to just overcome. I remember that. And I remember walking in that room, and there was a difference in that room. There was something different in that room. And I remember walking in and seeing her. And what I was seeing was not what I had been praying. And I remember looking at you and telling you, uh, What's God telling what's you? What's God telling you? And the minute that you didn't tell me what God was telling you, I knew. I yeah. knew that my mom was going home. I knew that. That's what he told me. He said, he said she's coming home to be with me yeah. tonight. And, and I was like, Lord, my wife does not want to hear I that. And he said, she's coming that. home. And I want to hear that. And so I prayed. And then the Lord spoke some things to me. He spoke to my mom. And she ended up, you know, had been waiting for me the whole time. And she ended up going home to be with the Lord that night. and um, and uh, I just I just remember that about two months ago we had a call to our uh, one of the a person in our church they they called and they said you know uh, my daughter's been in the hospital and it doesn't look good and I said okay you know me and you and our associates we went down to pray for her and when I walked in the room the what it looked like. She looked exactly, if not worse, than what my mom looked like. But there was a difference in the room. There was a difference in the room. And so I walked in, and I remember seeing her and looking at her and seeing exactly what I'd seen, if not worse, than my mom. Mm -hmm. We're walking in. And we walked in. We had that same, we had the same word that we had then with my mom, you know, 18 years ago. But there was a difference in that room. We walked in that mm -hmm. room, and... I remember you prayed for her. We rebuked death. We rebuked death. And we prayed. We laid hands on her. There was about six of us in the room. We rebuked death, laid hands on her. And what it looked like was that all of a sudden she started looking. She just looked different. It, it just was amazingly different. And to where what other people saw when they walked in that room. Other people saw, oh, she's dying. They set up a GoFundMe. Yeah, they for were her trying funeral. for a funeral. I mean, she, it's crazy. you know, the mom was like, no, we are standing. She goes to our church. We are standing, and there's no GoFundMe going to happen here. Our daughter is going to live, you know, and she just was like, she she was doing everything that we taught mm -hmm. her to do, everything that she's learned to do. And 
little by little, just amazing things that happen are happening this morning. Well, that day, if you remember that night, um, shortly after we prayed, the nurse came in and said that they were going to move her uh-huh. to a different unit that was less critical mm-hmm. than the one she was in. Yeah, that faith, happened right after prayer. Yeah, faith, faith was growing. Faith, faith, the faith that was growing in that room changed something. And this is why, because you know, you said this mm-hmm. faith changed depending on the the crowd that you're with. Absolutely, there is increase by association. Absolutely. You know, if you hang out with a negative Nancy, yes, man, you're you're going to go from believing that something can happen to you know, thinking about how you're going to handle it not happening. Yeah, right. And so it's important that you be yeah, the right people. And so, so, you know, we walk into a hospital room and it looks like this this girl is, you know, knock, knock, knocking on ahead of the door, you know, you want yeah. this thing right now, but it looked like something. Yeah, last week I got a text message. She's eating. Today I get a text message. She's walking. <laughs> Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. She's walking. Amen. She went from, you know, you know, people are thinking think she's dying to where she's walking. Praise God. And I know that that is faith in action. That's your faith growing and your faith saying, you know, I don't care what I'm looking at. I don't care what I'm seeing. I'm going to go by what the word says. And faith grew. I guarantee you faith is growing in her right now Absolutely. in Jesus' name. You know, and so I just can't wait till she is running down the aisles at church and just praising the Lord. And we are going to have, we're going to. Bring her on this program. Right, show you a testimony. In yeah. Name. You know, um, but that miracle was the result of treating the word of God as a seed. Exactly. You know, that mo- that mother, she she constantly planted put, the heavens. Yes. She constantly kept the word of God on that situation. She didn't allow doubt to have a she voice. She word speaking yeah. in her, word, the scriptures being yeah. spoken in the room. She didn't have, she didn't give doubt a voice. That's right. She didn't give fear an opportunity. And those things are so important, you know, when it comes to the word of God, you know, it's so important that the word be in the right location in order for it to produce. The Bible tells us in Romans 10, chapter chapter 10, verse 8 through 10, it says, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach, which we declare. That if you shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. Amen. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Mm. That process is the Amen. same for everything, everything that God does by faith. So faith has to be in two locations. It has to be in your heart, That's right. and it has to be That's in your right. mouth. That's it has right. to be on your lips because you got to release your faith for it to be able to grow, for it to be able to produce, for the manifestations uh, of that word uh, to be present. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, this is such a strong topic because, again, as believers, we're called to live by faith. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, it's a journey, and you have to have joy in it because it's through believing for the little things that causes your faith to grow That's also right. so that you're able to believe for greater things. I remember we were just praying and believing for diapers, and now... We're in a position where we have to believe for tens of thousands of dollars every month and hundreds of thousands of dollars every year to do the ministry that we that we do here in the valley and around the world. You know, <laughs> believing for diapers and now we have two campuses that, you know, we're watching over and growing. And so it's it's a beautiful thing when faith 
It's um, scary if you don't have faith. Oh. You know, it could it could make you pull your hair out if you don't have yeah. faith or not sleep at night. But if you have faith, you know what? It's not scary. Yeah. Well, the thing is this, is that if faith hadn't have grown. That's right. We'd still be where we're at, believing for diapers. That's right. Not, not being able to handle the... The, the things growth. that are in front of us now, yeah, and so. But, it, but it's uh, the way we handled believing for diapers that caused us to be, be believing for things later. Yeah. You know, if we didn't handle, you know, if we can't handle believing for diapers and we can't call in diapers, then we're not going to be able to call in greater things. You know, you have people, you know, they're believing the Lord for millions and they're freaking out on the light bill, you know. You can't do it that way. Yeah, you know. <sighs> Again, we encourage you, step towards the Word of God. Whatever it is you're believing for, go to the Word of God and find you some evidence mm -hmm. that what you're believing for, find, find where God says it's in here, because if it's in here, you know it's out here. Amen? It'll reveal itself. And we just pray that your faith has grown as you've been watching this program with us. We pray that whatever it is that you're believing the Lord for, we release our faith with yes. you right now in Jesus' name, that the Word of God will have a performance in your life, and that you'll enjoy the benefits of it. Amen? And I uh, encourage you to uh, uh, stay tuned for the information that we're going to be sharing with you. we got a lot of other resources and events and opportunities. Amen? They're always taking place to help build your faith. We love you, and always remember that Jesus loves you more, and that the just shall live by faith. That's right.